you're going to get this, but he is risen. That's better, that's better, that's better. I dare you this morning to take everything, every problem, every sickness, every struggle, everything that's been hanging on in your life for way too long, I dare you to give it to God this morning. I dare you. I I mean, I don't care what it is. Oh, but my doctor, I don't care what your doctor says. I'm a doctor too. And I'm telling you that the great doctor, the creator king of the universe, can do anything he wants in your life. And what he wants is perfect. So if you quit hanging on to it, trying to manipulate it, quit trying to gerrymander it, and actually give it to him, he can do something. And he will. And he will. And he will. This is so important. This is so important. We have Easter, and everybody wears. Remember when I I, I saw um, Hortensia's hat? Remember when all the women used to wear them hats? When I was little, they'd be wearing them hats. I expected a bird to make a nest. I mean, they're big old flarity things. When you're little, you're just like, I can't see the preacher. You know, they got them big old hats, and everybody dressed all up, prissed around and everything. So what? Had the resurrected God been placed strategically in your life where he needs to be placed? I promise you, because no one has struggled more mentally, emotionally than me. Ask my parents. They're here today. They would all tell you, cuckoo for stinking cocoa puffs. Okay? He can help you with that. He can help you with that. The the struggle may never go away, but he can absolutely get you on top of that. Amen? You may come today broke. Anybody here broke? After this week, I'm pretty broke. Okay? The bottom line is I want you to understand something. I ain't broke because I live on Jesus' credit card. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. I don't know what that means, but I have a feeling if I sold them, I wouldn't broke no more. Amen? I want you to get this. I want you to hear this. And it's time for us to actually go live that rather than just agree with the preacher who you're afraid will call on you to pray at the end of the service if you don't agree. You know, it's, it, this, is, this is important stuff, friends. Maybe your marriage is a mess, and there's a lot of that today. I want you to understand something. God has the power to put it. Lisa and I have struggled. She's about to get her act together, but she, we struggle. <laughs> just a joke there, just a joke, you know. But God can put it back together, friend. Don't ever listen to some voice that's telling you it'd be be- you'd be better off. No, you wouldn't. You know, I want you to understand something. If your physical life is a mess, I promise you, Almighty God who made you can put it back together and He will put it back together right. Are you, are you with me? Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's a great day to position yourself correctly. Instead of walking out of here and saying, oh, that was cute, walk out of here and saying, it's there, man. It's there. 
And I don't know how he's going to do what he is going to do. But what he's going to do is good. Our verse today in Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things. What did I just say? All things. See, I I hear a lot of Christians who, well, you know, that's true of most things. That ain't what it says, kids. It doesn't say most things. It says all things. All things. What you hold on to, you're in control of. But if you give it to him and position his power where it belongs at the center, it's all things. Amen? No matter what it is. And we know that in all things, God works for those, for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. Okay? God works all things for good. Do you honestly believe that? You see, this is important. Don't just church, Sunday school believe it. Oh, I believe. It's okay. There's nothing, no problem. Take that and put it at the center of your greatest struggle. Don't do what I find most people do. I give him 99%, but that 1%... I don't really trust him enough to give him that. And he may not do it the way I want it. So the bottom line is I'm kind of hanging on to that piece. And I'm going to manipulate and mold that myself. And I want you to hear. I want you to understand. When you do that, you have just constricted the power of God in that very area of your life. Whatever it may be. Amen? Today we celebrate... The resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now let's go through the week for a second, okay? Last Sunday we were having a party. We were celebrating. Here comes Jesus. Here comes the son of David. We were laying palm branches down. We were making crosses out of them little palms and all that. Oh, what a party. What a day. Amen. Anybody live there? Seriously. And we all want to live there, but anybody actually live there? It's just not real, is it? You know, it's fun for a day. I like to party. I like to have fun. You know, I like to go to Cheesecake Factory and eat cheesecake and then come home and take three metformin. (laughs) You're their diabetic, know what I'm saying? You know, but the bottom line is you can't live there, you know? Then came Friday. And I want to I put together two words that were in the last song. And I think they're two very, very, very important words to understand when you un- understand the context and the power of what happened on Friday or Good Friday, as we like to call it. It was Good Friday in some ways. I don't think Jesus really thought it was a good day. You know, kind of a tough day. You know, but it's good for us, you know. Good. But the bottom line is, I want you to understand that on that day, he took 
every problem, every sin, every temptation, every trial, he took everything you struggled with and he carried that stuff to the most painful, gruesome death in human history. I want you to get that. I want you to understand that. You know, we, we, we have cantatas about it, and we make it pretty, and we have dramas about it, we make it pretty, and all that kind of stuff. Let me help you with something. It wasn't pretty. Somebody say amen. amen. It was not pretty. It was nasty. It was ugly. It was heinous. It was, it was awful. You know why it was so bad? Because he was carrying my, my sin. Amen, brother. He was carrying my sin and your sin. And he took all that nastiness and he hung on a cross and died the most mentally, emotionally, relationally, and spiritually painful death in human history in my place. Did you get that one? You deserved it. I deserved it. He didn't. But he did it because of what in that last song they talked about love. I want you to get this. I want you to get this. Everybody listening? Anybody asleep yet? Somebody go get a pot of coffee. God loves you. I didn't say God loves you because you're wonderful. I didn't say God loves you because you're so holy. Right? Did I say that? I didn't say God loves you because everything in your life is together. Right? Did anybody hear me say that? I didn't say God loves you because you do everything right. Because I don't mean to be mean to you. You don't. Neither do I. And all God's people said. Amen. Thank you. I knew you wanted to say it. I just wanted to make sure you got the opportunity. I didn't say that. I said he loves you. I don't care where you've been. I don't care where you are. I don't care what your battles are. Don't listen to church people who tell you he's mad at you and won't have nothing to do with you and doesn't love you anymore because you're doing something stupid. Because right then when they're talking, God must not love them either. God just loves you. Always has, always will, never stops, no matter who you are or what you do. Amen? Amen. Anybody with me? You say, well, what do I tell a lost world? God loves you. You ain't got to walk up to them with flames on a, on, a, on a thing and tell them they're going to go to hell. Tell them, God loves you. You can go to heaven. You don't have to go here. Hallelujah. Throw it away. Throw it in the flame. You know. God loves you. There was another word in that last song that I want you to hear that comes from this cross. And that's the word grace. We throw these words around the church, and lots of times I'm not even sure we understand what it means. Grace is the word, is the word charis in the Greek. I'm sure that throws your heart. But the bottom line is, the word charis means gift. The grace that 
God offered by going to that cross, that grace, that gift is free. You don't pay for a gift. Right? Now, I've had people give me gifts and I paid later. They remind me of that gift about 10 years, you know. But the bottom line is, a gift, an actual gift is free. And I want you to hear this. What Jesus did for you on Friday is not something you need to earn because it's something you can't earn. You know what you do with a gift? You accept. I got something from my grandbabies. They ain't standing there going, oh, I don't know whether I want it or not. They're like, oh, oh. oh. Right? That's kind of the way we need to be. Quit fooling around with it. Quit playing head games with it. Just, ha. Digest that stuff. Get it all down in there. Let God do with it what he wants to. You quit messing with it. Don't put it in your pocket and play with it. Get it inside you where it really counts. Amen? What he did on Friday was to heal every area of our lives. Are you with me? What he did on Friday was to shed a blood that will cover every one of my and your Sins. Are you with me? Is anybody excited? Is anybody happy? You know, I mean, think about this. You know, did you ever try to make up for your sin? Did you ever get it? Did you ever get there? It seems like every time I try to make up for my sin, I just make things worse. Why would I do that when it's a free gift? And he covers me with his blood. Amen? And he died in my place. So that now I can die with him. Because Romans chapter 6 talks about the fact that when I die with him, when I am crucified with him, it is no longer now me who lives, but now it is Jesus Christ who lives through me. When I die with him, I am connected to his resurrection and I am raised to walk in a total newness of life. I'll say it to this side. A total newness of life. I mean, powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. When you leave this place today, don't go walking out of here like this. Unless you got a back problem or something. Walk out of here and say, I'm new, man. The old is all gone. All that garbage is gone. It's covered. It's behind me. It no longer controls me. Now he's in control because I've given him control. Amen? When I die with him, it says that somehow he will raise me. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. He will raise me with the same power that he raised Jesus from the dead. I'm going to be honest. I can't explain that to you. Neither can those dudes that read, write those big books, those big theology books that nobody but theologians 
understand, and they all argue because they don't, none of them agree. And the bottom line is they rate, can you imagine writing a book like this and not know what you're talking about? No, I'm serious. You know, everybody, every denomination, you know. It's like growing up, my mother heard the word sanctification and holiness and 575,000. Finally, she says, I don't even want to hear the word anymore. You know what? You know why that is? Is because his grace, his salvation, his sanctification, his holiness is specific for you. Are you with me there? It's specific for you because you are a unique knucklehead. And can I get an amen? Can I get a witness? Huh? Anybody with me? You know, here's the cool part. It's specific for you. Can someone come up? Don't look at them. Look at me because what I got to say is worth looking. Okay? On Friday, he died for you and for me to heal our lives, to save us. On Saturday, that's a tough day. You ever had those days? You're just like, he died. Where'd he go? You know? Do you ever have days where you feel like God's not... Now, this is... Act like it's not church where you have to say the right answer. Be honest. Some days, doesn't it feel like God's like 100 million miles away? Anybody else ever experienced that? If you haven't, I want your life. There's just some days you pray and you're like, feel like you're just banging your head against the ceiling. You know, there's just some days you read the word and it means nothing to you. There's just some days you just you ain't got no mental energy, got no physical energy, got no emotional energy, got no relational energy. Man, it's just, it's just, did you ever just have a yucky day? Seriously. That's okay. That's part of it. And I want you to hear that. Because I want you to understand that, that Saturday is part of life. Part, Saturday is part of your spiritual journey. I know TV preachers tell you it's always Friday or it's always Sunday. But the bottom line is I want you to hear something. In a lot, lots of times in our lives, it just feels like Saturday. It kind of feels a little hopeless. We feel a little helpless. We feel a little lonely. We feel a little lost. That doesn't mean you're not a Christian. That means you're a human. That means you're a human who's a Christian who's waiting for Sunday. And it may feel like Saturday. But let me help you with something. Sunday's coming. I know it's church, but get a little excited. Act like we're at a... Act like we're at a Tony Robbins thing or something. They all just freak out, you know. Not in church. It's okay. Get excited, friends. Because even if it feels like Saturday, Sunday's coming. You see, on Sunday, 
all those Marys, they were the only ones that believed. The disciples were sucking their thumb back somewhere. The Marys came, and they were wondering, hmm, I bought these spices and stuff. I'm wondering who's going to roll away the stone. And they got to the tomb, and the stone was already rolled away. And all the Gospels say something just a tad different. You know, it doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means everybody has perspective and opinion. And, and they got there, and I like the one where the angel's sitting on the stone. Amen? I got this under control, Jack. And he looked at Mary, and Mary's like, okay, where did they take him? Where did they put him? And the angel looked at her and said, listen, it's okay. The one who told you that he would rise again has risen. Amen? And every, when God did that, that means every promise in his book, no matter how long it takes, he will eventually do it by his power and his wisdom and his glory. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? And all of a sudden they go in and they're looking around because they didn't believe the angel. And they're like, he is gone. And they walked out of, he, out of there, and diff- there's different accounts of exactly what he did. But a couple of times he walked up beside them, and all of a sudden somehow their eyes were open, and all of a sudden they realized in another account it says that while he was talking, their hearts were a-burning and all that kind of stuff. But the cool part is, he is risen. Amen. He is risen. Just like he said. No matter what is happening in your life, He is risen. No matter how scarred you may be, He is risen. No matter what it seems like or feels like or how many times you've tried, I want you to understand this. He is risen. Today's a good day. To decide. He is risen. Just like he said. And because of that. There is nothing. In my life. That can't be conquered. There is nothing. In my emotions. That can't be conquered. There is nothing. In my mind. That can't be conquered. There is nothing in my world that can't be conquered. Because you see, He is risen. Let's stand. We're going to sing a song. And it talks about getting up and running out of the grave. Today's a good day to say, you know what? Enough of this trash. Enough of this negativity. Enough of this doubt, enough of this faithlessness, enough of this stuff where I'm sitting around, sucking my thumb, feeling sorry for myself. You ever done that? I've done that lots. I'm a professional thumb sucker. No, I'm serious. I, 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 you know, 
It just, it's just part of my nature. But there's got to come a time where we make a decision. He really is risen. Just like he said. 